0: What's up everybody and welcome back to another episode. Of the pewter cast. Now I know I said I didn't know when or if I'd be doing another one of these things, but frankly, the response last week was just so amazing. I had a few minutes here before heading off to bed. So i uh, thought I'd come in and and uh throw some stuff out here, get some stuff down on tape and put this out there. I'd like to say hello to the folks of you out there joining me here in the live stream. I am live on YouTube for anybody out there who wants to come over. You guys make sure you subscribe over there, youtube.com the pewtercast and uh make sure you hit that bell icon because you never know when one of these are going to come out there there is no schedule for this folks there is no schedule all right uh earlier today the bucks went into the superdome and they put one over on the saints winning 26 to 9 and now there's a lot of talk out there especially heading into the bye week um about the bucks you know and uh, uh hello bucks Rays, bolts and richard uh hanging out over there you guys are commenting best make sure if you're listening live uh comment and uh we'll we'll give you a little shout out here uh there's a lot of talk this week as the bucks are now heading into the bye week early bye week i hate early bye weeks i, I just i prefer them later in the season um but they are where they are we got to deal with it um I will say this though: bye weeks are always better coming off of a win. You don't have to sit around with that awful taste in your mouth for two weeks. You know what I mean? Uh, let's hear what's up, Adam. What's up, Blue Bucks? Uh, yeah, thanks guys so much. Uh, you guys are amazing. Um, Listen, I'll tell you this here over the next two weeks. There's going to be a lot of podcasts, a lot of YouTube channels, a lot of websites talking all about this game. And I encourage you guys to go out and listen to, to them and engage with them. Uh, the ones that immediately come to mind are friends over at loose cannons, cannon fire podcast, roll bucks, talk the big guns over at pewter report and the other media outlets. Listen, whatever your flavor is, there's a flavor for you guys. Make sure you check them out as they'll go into the nitty gritty. I'm I'm not necessarily going to be doing that, uh, here today but i did want to i don't know sort of i guess recap these last two weeks with where we've been obviously we had the eagles game a loss on monday night last week and then uh this game here against the saints today and i'm probably gonna make some folks mad i I, i'm sorry actually i'm not sorry Uh, listen here's the thing i think these last two weeks particularly show us that the Bucks are exactly who we thought they would be. And I think most Bucks fans out there, although there might've been some hype around some of these young players, I think if we really were honest with ourselves about where we thought the Bucks were going to be this year and how the Bucks were going to perform this year, this is about it. This is about where we we thought they'd be. They're going to be a good a really good middle of the pack team that are going to hold their own and do some good to great stuff against other middle of the road teams in the NFL, but they're probably not going to be able to hold up against the, the teams that we would consider the actual super bowl contenders, the Eagles being one of them. Um, it's, it's almost like they're just in a different like sort of class, you know? Uh, and that's okay. That's, that's kind of how the, the, the football world works. I think that's why we are all so, uh, a, a little, little chuffed when people kept throwing the bucks way down into like the, the twenties when they're ranking the, the, the league, like, no, that's, that's not quite where we are. I think we kind of sit in that, uh, 10 to 18 ish range. If you, if you have to rank the teams across the league, uh, yeah, Richard over, over in the chat, uh, who's joining us live. What's up? Richard says that he says he always thought the bucks team will be one of the better, Middle teams, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. That is a thousand percent, really, uh, with what I'm at now. Most of that, I think, has to do with the strength of the roster. I, I think this roster is is actually very strong for being in a year where we have no money. And, and I got to say, I was really impressed with these young wide receivers, uh, especially Tompkins. I mean, Devin Tompkins, where the heck did this guy come from with, with the returning, the punts, um the th- the flying touchdown grab that he had uh and he's he's tiny too oh my gosh he's just a little short guy going out there and honestly he's probably about as tall as i am and i'm six foot four he's just probably looks smaller compared to all the rest of those guys i don't know um but i've been really impressed with these these guys trey palmer obviously a guy who he was sort of the preseason darling this year and and he's stepping in there Kate Otten has come up quite a bit. Uh, so so that's been fun. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm a big believer in Dave Canales, our new offensive coordinator. Our, our, my friend Corey, uh, you guys know him over at the Play Reaction. He recorded a thing all about Dave Canales. You guys should definitely go listen to that on his Substack. Um, Fantastic listen over there about why we should believe in Dave Canales. And I, I think that's uh, just so good. I like what he's doing with the offense. My God, that play where he had uh, uh, Baker just sort of toss it off to Chris Godwin and Chris Godwin's on the reserve and he throws it deep downfield first of all who knew Chris Godwin could throw like that uh but second of all yeah that that pass may have fallen incomplete but those are the kinds of fun plays that we expect to see or or that I would like to see uh coming from this offense stuff that we honestly would never come out of Byron or Dirt Cutter or <laughs> oh my gosh uh to, to to go back to any of those folks what's up Timothy um uh let's hear it. Yaya Diaby uh, I was impressed with Yaya Diaby he might be my favorite player from this draft class and no offense to any of the other folks I just really like uh, watching watching him uh antoine winfield jr gets the mvp for the game today holy cow what a guy and he, you know he probably got the mvp for at least one other game so far this season my favorite player look he's right over here my favorite player on the bucks right now probably the greatest moment in buccaneers his at least modern buccaneers history was this moment right here to me uh and i'm not going to talk about tyree killer or, or anything he just said <laughs> this past week um <laughs> Richard says, at least it wasn't Lenny throwing a pass and getting intercepted. Right. Right. Uh, let's say who, who else? Oh, uh, Vita Vey. I got to shout out Vita Vaya man's playing with a torn, I think it's a torn pectoral muscle is his injury. Um, he goes in and gets two sacks, like awesome. And uh, just, I mean, D freaking Delaney intercepting the, the one and only throw from Jameis Winston and what was supposed to be a revenge game from him. <laughs> oh man oh listen listen that said i think there's a lot of young fresh talent on this roster anchored by some marquee veterans that i hope are gonna make me eat these words that i'm about to say i think what the bucks have shown is is that they can and will and are in it to win this division this year That making the playoffs for them is a very real thing and that it's not just some pipe dream like come on the Bucks aren't really good no 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 they really have this as a potential on the table to be able to to do Um, that being said I don't think we're going to see them go very deep into the playoffs this year I I would not be shocked if they made the playoffs I just don't think they're going to go very far into the playoffs this year but you know what the truth is if that happens if I'm right if they make the playoffs but they don't go very far in even if they get bounced in that first week the second week whatever that is going to still be more than what most people expected out of the bucks this year i mean it's going to mean a fourth straight playoff appearance because i don't think the bucks i don't think anyone from the nfc south is getting in on a wild card spot uh it's likely going to mean a third straight playoff division again because that's the only way we're really getting in it's going to secure todd Bowles' job as uh head coach for at least another year um And like I said, I hope they make me eat those words and that they do go deep, deep, deep into the playoffs and that it doesn't even stop until February. I just think that the reality of where we are this year is we're going to have games like this, the one today against the saints, but then we're also going to have these games like the ones we had against the Eagles, which I got to be honest. I I, I didn't do a show last week, but I wasn't mad coming out of that game. I mean, I hated it as a fan. Of course I did. You never want to see your team lose, but I wasn't really mad about anything last week. You know what I really felt bad for? I, I felt bad for, for my friends of you guys that were out there that were at the stadium and you're taking videos. Of are out there playing country road as if we're we've just won the game and and uh, okay, listen, Buccaneers people, please, uh, the organization, could you please cut it out with the country road? Look, I know that that it was this cute thing that happened over in Germany when the whole stadium stayed behind and started singing it all at once, and that was a fun, good feeling. Listen, you doesn't mean you have to come here and play it every single week here. Well, I like country road just as much as the next man, it is not a, a staple of a Bucks game day experience. Okay. So let, let's just cut it out and also don't be so tone deaf have options on your game day script that you can go to depending on what's happening on the field okay read the room a little bit bucks that's all i'm saying read the room to the bucks organization out there timothy says he's still hoping for a super bowl like every year yeah me too me too uh richard said dave canales got knocked down last week and got back up and dusted himself off yeah listen i don't know that dave canales necessarily had the best game plan or called the best game but also i don't I don't know that the players executed the things he did call very well. And I don't know that honestly, the Eagles just didn't make really good plays because they're just a really good team, you know? Um, anyway, moving on, moving on. Um, Let's talk just for a moment. We'll get out of here about what is taking the crown this week for perhaps the stupidest thing that people got all up in arms about the stupidest headline to hit Bucks news. Uh, the Bucks news outlets this past week, the Bucks and the saints aren't rivals. What it's the Falcons that are really the saints rivals. Cam Jordan out there talking. Oh my word. Give me a break. This has to be the dumbest thing. Usually I see this argument coming from some too big hat Saints fan who just wants to give off this air as if they really don't care about winning games against tampa or carolina for that matter and it's like always right about the time that they realize when they're in a conversation with a bucks fan and they're losing that conversation they go you guys aren't really our rivals anyway it's really atlanta and they have like nothing else to pound their chest about so that's the script that they go to almost as if like the team sends out a script in the off scene that says okay Listen, when you're talking to other fans and things aren't going well, you can go to these two things. And and so you turn to Tampa and says, okay, here are the two things you can say for Tampa. One, just tell them that their last Super Bowl ring was an asterisk. That'll really get under their skin. And two... Just tell them they're not really our rivals. Like, really? Okay. First of all, no championship has an asterisk by it. Like all teams, the Bucks were playing under the same circumstances that everyone was all year long. A championship is a championship is a championship. It's such a dumb argument. Stop it. Like, it's it's a weak sauce argument. But then the second one, that you're not really our rivals. Like, Like, we don't really care about you. Um, but guess what we're just going to keep talking about it so that, you know, how much we don't care about you. It's just, listen, like I said, this is just an argument people dump on when they uh, don't have anything to beat their chest about. And that's all it is. And Cam Jordan proved that tonight. He went out and had almost zero effect on the game. In fact, the only time that I even remember noting his presence was in that one play where Cam Jordan had Baker down with a QB hit. It wasn't even a sack. It was just a QB hit. And uh, Baker winds up getting bent sideways off that dirty hit by the other Saints player who came in. Just dirty, dirty guys, man. That was really it. Like that's the only, only effect Cam Jordan had on this game at all outside of his mouth running before the game ever happened, uh, you know, to the media this week and everybody picked it up and ran with it. Oh, look, here's the deal. I don't care what word you use to describe the Bucks Saints relationship. Call it a rivalry. You want to just say they're division opponents call them children playing in the play yard. I don't care what you call it. The fact is this over the last three years the Bucks have won four out of the last six meetings and three of those four have been the last three games in a row. Now overall the Bucks uh, are still behind the Saints in the in the overall series by a factor of of, uh, 39 to 25 they've won 39 the Bucks have won 20 have only won 25 that's over 64 games so far. I believe that is since the merger back in what 2002 or the, the realignment since back in like 2002. Um, now that's got to be back further than that, doesn't it? Anyway, whatever. I know the number is 64 as the total number of games, and it's 39 Saints, Bucks 25. So listen, Bucks fans, our beloved Buccaneers still have some more work to do if they want to close that overall gap. But here's what we know. When it counted the most in the playoff game on the way to a Super Bowl victory, that's when the Bucks emerged victorious. And let's just leave it at that. Hey, so listen, uh, what did you guys think about the game this week? How are you feeling going into the bye week? you can let me know by hitting me up on Twitter at the Pewtercast, or heck if you want to use more than 280 characters you're not paying Elon eight bucks a month uh shoot me an email to the pewter at gmail.com let me check in the the chat over here before we get out of here Richard says that three straight wins guess it can't be a rivalry if you're losing that's funny uh Timothy says hopefully Mike will be back soon yeah I think Mike will be you know he always gets these little little bugaboos little hamstrings This this would get worked out this this uh uh, this week, and then he'll be back. Honestly, I'm kind of glad that Mike stepped out. I, I love watching Mike go up against Marshawn Lattimore, but I hate watching what it does to Mike. And, uh, you know, let's just pull Mike out of that whole situation. Um, Mike still got 40, 40, uh, yards on the game. He's down to, he needs 51 yards a game for the rest of the season, just 51 for the rest of the season. And he's got his thousand yards. Uh, Woo buck says the bucks aren't getting the respect that they deserve. Um, no, nope, but I think they're going to start getting that start getting that. Let's hear uh, Teardrop Timothy says it was such a great moment when the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Real boyhood dream come true. Timothy, I don't know if you were around for the first Super Bowl win back in 2002 actually 2003, I guess it technically was. Uh, but gosh, I, I remember every bit about that particular win. I remember the chair I was sitting in, the texture of it. Same, you just never forget those moments. Never forget those moments. Adam says when you watch that game, there's obvious tension, to say the least, between the teams. It is a damn rivalry. Yeah, Adam's right. There is definitely a tension. There's definitely a tension between the bucks and the saints that frankly, I don't feel when we play the the Falcons and I don't feel when we play the Carolina Panthers. And, and that is a tension that exists both ways. That's not just a one-way tension. Anyway. Um, All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. I'm going to get out of here. Let me know what you guys think. Hit me at the PewterCast on Twitter or email to the PewterCast at gmail.com. So guys, with that, make sure you like, subscribe, share the video on YouTube, or if you're over at the podcast, leave a rating and review and uh, stay subscribed right here to PewterCast because you never know when one of these are coming back uh, because I'm not committing to any schedule. They'll just come out as they come out. Thanks, guys, so much. We'll talk to you guys next time, and until then, go Bucks!